Hi everyone, it is Offeray here and we are so glad that we're recording again. It's, it's been a long while we've been away. I have here John. Hi everyone, it's good to be back again. Awesome. So today we're going to be talking in retrospect um, about the expectations in our marriage, what the expectations we had before coming in and how those have gone so far the ones that have been met and the ones that haven't quite been met yeah. it's been it's been seven months since we got married and there has been lessons that we've learned and understanding each other more mm-hmm. and it's good to to be sharing this yes so we'll just get right into it and i think we should start from the expectations that have been met yeah so what do you think about our transparency? I know that this was a topic that both of us discussed mm-hmm. extensively before we got married. How do you think we felt? Yes, I think we've done really great, which gives me a lot of peace of mind and security. Um, transparency is a really big thing for me, feeling secure and even if we're vulnerable, because that's what marriage comes with, but that my trust is protected. Yeah. So I feel very... Um, that we've been transparent um i don't feel that if i pick up your phone you get jittery about it or if someone calls i feel like i can um answer the call then i'm not going to be hearing any kind of surprises or if i see your emails as a matter of fact we share passwords to everything this is more from a place of just redundancy and maybe in another episode we talk about how we kind of prepared for if anything happens to anyone like a disaster backup plan to be sure that i can log into every we can log into everything that we own and we have access to everything yeah and something that we also do quite regularly is once every two three months we kind of do some form of disaster preparation (laughs) um sessions where we try to log into each other's accounts and (laughs) make sure that we're able to assess those because we just thought that it's good to just get prepared um, if anything happens, we are able to just keep keep going on without keeping the other person at a very disadvantaged position. And this is coming from the experiences that we've learned from our own families. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we um, to touch more on that, we actually said at some point we should actually sit down and write our wills, but we haven't gotten the courage, I guess, to do that yet. Yeah. <laughs> But with regards to everything else, yes, transparency really awesome, and I, I totally gives me a lot of peace of mind. I can sleep. Um, I don't need to put my phone under my bed, or you know, it's just I really like that that expectation is being met. Yeah, and I feel very happy about it as well because it was really important to me. Yeah, yeah, totally. And the other thing that has really been above and beyond my expectation even it's the kind of friendship that we had um i really wanted to to be friends with my spouse like truly friendship or true friendship not um just the marriage for marriage sake you know where you just become roommates and oh yeah we're married you know but true friendship jokes the plays the fights everything that comes with friendship we truly have that I think sometimes too, the when life gets busy, we just become random and normal, you know, like roommates again. But we try to spice things up, you know, like drive, um, try to recreate experiences, look at old pictures, uh, 
um, talk a lot with family to kind of keep things um, very far from typical familiarity. Yeah, and also something that was that has worked really well for us is that we have very deep conversations and mm. we share our vulnerabilities, the fears that we have about the future, the things that we're working on, and the stress that we have at work as well, and, and everything about our life. We, we cannot try to share and just talk about it. And I think it is really very good friendship. And reg- irrespective of the fights that we have and our the issues that we have, I think it's been, it's been good. We've, had, we've been able to have a good walk around how we make up when we have issues and it's been it's been pretty good <laughs> yes yeah. and even on busy days we try as much as possible even if it's once a day to text and call yeah all through the work the work times i really like that and something that we also do that i really like is we work about two train stations away from each other so what we've been doing is um off would drop off ride like two stations and drop over my station and we ride back to home together, together. and i think that was that's also very good like <laughs> the body and time we we have going to work um the same time and coming back it's it's really good oh yeah although i mostly just sleep on the train <laughs> yeah but at least we ride the train together yeah so i'm thankful 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 for the expectations that have been um, met and even surpassed what about what about in-laws did you have expectations about in-laws that have been met or not yeah i mean just to have cool cool in-laws that there'll be no drama you know everything is awesome and i've had that thankfully we don't live very close to our in-laws but the friendship is great the conversations are awesome it's been good okay let's talk about the things that haven't really been met the expectations <laughs> yeah. haven't been met i know one of the issues that or maybe conversations that we've had in this house almost on daily basis is house chores um is he on daily basis <laughs> yeah but it's something that is recurring like it's been it's been recurring like, uh-huh. from, from the day we got from the month we got married and it's been it's been ongoing so both of us grew up from traditional nigerian homes and the cultural context is that there are carved out roles mm-hmm. in the home. There, there are traditional wife roles and there are traditional um, husband roles. What is the traditional wife and husband role? You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. Because I, I know growing up, like my mom took care of the house house chores. Yeah. And my dad practically took care of the bills. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think for my home, it was mostly like that also. My mom is like the, the cook, the clean, the cleaner, the chef, the... Um, taking care of the children. I think you should make it a bit more prestigious because that role is really prestigious. Your your mom and my mom, they were the homemakers. And that's a very critical critical part of... It is prestigious, yeah. but that I'm just detailing out what it entailed. Um, my dad would actually help a lot in showering us in the morning um, when my mom was making the food for the lunch boxes. I think that's the one thing that he did. <laughs> okay, so let's let's bring it back to our home now. Are your expectations met in terms of the house chores? Okay, so a background, as you just shared, the family I grew up in, they had traditional carved out roles. So my expectation entering marriage was that, yeah, like I'm primarily in charge of the home, the kitchen, cleaning, whatever. And then you're primarily the um responsible for the, the finances and making sure that we're not starving so that was i didn't have a problem with that entry marriage but now that i am in marriage 
that expectation has changed. Mm. Interesting. Yes. Especially because... So, I, I guess it changed. What is the new expectation? Okay, the new expectation. And this changed gradually. So, when we first got married, I wasn't working outside the home. I was mostly working from home. Mm-hmm. And just a few hours every day. So, we regards to my traditional um, expectation coming from the home I, I come from. N- there was no problem. But when I started working outside of the home, my new expectation now has become that you become more involved in the um, house chores. You were involved even before I started working out of the home, but my new expectation is that you become even more involved that I still become the, I I still remain the primary, but you're truly the secondary. um, You're truly my backup. Like there are some days when I'm just not feeling it and that it's okay to step in in to fill that role without me feeling like I'm filling at my role. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a fair expectation. But what I would say about it is that it's really about what you are good at. I know you are a better cook than I am. I cook some some types of food, but I'm not ever going to be able to cook as good as you do, right? So I know I also have that cultural expectation that the man is not heavily involved in the house. But just looking at the, the working situation that we have now, Mm-hmm. It is fair that I step up my support in the house, which, as you would attest, I'm also doing that yeah. gradually. But yeah. I, I still, I still want you to be able to own, own the house, and like you are the homemaker. If, I don't want to own it. If, if there's no food in the house, <laughs> we have to look to you. We have to point to you. I, like, yeah, you should still have that responsibility. But um, I, I'm always going to support you. Okay. Yeah. So let's move on. <laughs> That's so fair. The, the other point I wanted to talk about was managing working full-time and also handling responsibilities in the house um what has changed just working full-time both of us um yeah i I think it ties into what we just shared right Mm. um the dynamics is really different now that we want one thing that has changed is sometimes bringing work home yeah you know when um you you just come back and there's some extra work that has to be done that's not always um fair to the other partner um my expectation is that we when we leave the offices we truly leave our work behind and we come back and we're at home with our full self yeah so i think that hasn't really worked out well because um there are days you bring work back home but it hasn't been as frequent like the way the way i do it Mm -hmm. but i know that we have expectations from work and sometimes things just spill over and um, maybe the kind of work that i do requires you put in extra hours sometimes um but i know that it has affected our families somehow because you want me to come back home and bring back my full self but sometimes there are just expectations of work that i have to meet um it is something that I'm I'm going through to solve, but um, we just have to find a way to manage it. And something else that also affected us somewhat is sometimes when I have stressful situations at work, it kind of spills over to the house. Like you just bring back that stress to the house, like because of the the, the frequent work that we are doing around the clock. And sometimes like transferred aggression. From yeah, sometimes yeah, are, yeah. Are difficult to work with, and yeah. then you just I just feel like you could be like really uptight or really stressed or not sleeping well and i'm like what did i do 
you know, but it's work spilling over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's something that we are working through and um, I'm putting putting in steps to, to manage that better. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think the other thing is, this is kind of very silly, but lifting up the toilet seat. Hmm. Um, I've never ever thought that I would even have this, I would even been talking about toilet seats ever in my life, but here I am <laughs> <laughs> talking about toilet seat. You know, like it's just, it, we all know that the men use the bathroom or toilet differently from women and for a while like in the first month of our marriage i have to say it a lot of times like you have to lift up the toilet seat and then you have to put it back on um you have to put it back on the seat back on when you're done and you thought i was really nagging because I'm sure for you also it was just like why is why is it such a big deal? Yeah, so for me it was it was really different. Like I've lived by myself um, before I got married, so no one has ever reminded me to leave the toilet seat. So it was something that was a bit difficult initially. Like mm-hmm. reminding me every time to leave the toilet seat, I felt it was a bit choking. Mm-hmm. But um, thankfully, how am I doing now? Yeah, I think you yeah. you it's become a habit for you. Um, but do you see why it was important yeah, for you to? Yeah, I see it. Down? I see it, but but it's not it's not as easy as you as you talk about it. It's it requires it requires effort to be able to lift that up every time and just to remember that you have someone else in the house and you have to lift it up. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to I had to adjust in that in that line. But thankfully, we've been able to resolve that. But initially, it was it was becoming an issue yeah because you, you wouldn't do it and you would say like why is it such a big deal yeah <laughs> i'm like it's a big deal <laughs> yeah okay so the other thing was language so before we got married we said that we were going to be speaking Igbo in our house yeah, most of right. the time but what has happened i know before you got married to me <laughs> you had this you had this Igbo book maybe you're trying to impress me oh then. you had this Igbo book before we got married but after our marriage you're motivation and your desires seems to have let me tell you died. let me say the, the truth about the story i wasn't trying to impress you <laughs> i also had intentions that hey it would be really nice for my kids to learn to speak Igbo. it would be really nice for the kids to learn um the, the cultural nigerian language seeing that i don't even speak my native language um so well so I bought these books and I was really excited, you know, mm-hmm. I was really learning. Yeah. But you never encouraged me. Like when I say something in Igbo <laughs> that did not sound um right, you would just start laughing. You would just start saying, Wait, what did you just say? What are you trying to say? What's that? And then you never encouraged me. So I'm just like, I give up. That's what happened. I, we still have the books here. When whenever you decide to get serious, you even told me that Oh, when we get married, some days will be like, oh, today's all Igbo day. We're not speaking. <laughs> but that ship never sailed, John. You did not encourage me. That's no, what happened. But I think your desire to learn has uh-huh. kind of de- dwindled. Yeah, has... yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because I didn't get support and encouragement. Maybe you should push more, push me more to support you. You, know, in you that, should. In I, you, the first step is that you saw my interest. I even went the step ahead to buy the books. That so, was so what's going to happen when the kids come and I teach them Igbo so you can learn? So I'm just going to hold on 
and as soon as the kids come i'm going to start teaching them and then you guys can learn together Honey, it's called mother tongue for a reason i'm the one that passes the language to the child that that this strategy would not quite work don't worry they're they're the kids grandmother would visit from time to time and they would also learn i don't think that's how it works to be honest anyways yeah so that expectation as as you see it has not sailed because if it had probably we'll be able to do one of these episodes purely in Igbo but here we are speaking English no but that could be a target we could actually target to do one of the episodes in Igbo here maybe at some point okay we okay. become more encouraging so the next one is traveling I know that you really like to travel and before we got married we had plans how we're going to be traveling every month and <laughs> What, is ha- what, has ha- what has happened to that well, dream? What we said was that we'll go for mission trips, um, we'll travel all these places. In fact, you actually swooned me. I swooned you. Before we got married, you told me, like, when I was getting to know you, you told me, like, you had you had this plan of going to a mission trip but in I India still, still or Sudan. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, this girl, this girl is like, has a very good heart. But after we got married, that conversation <laughs> has died. Like, there's so many things that you did. Before we come back, like, John, stop now. I said, like, calm down. Uh, I still have the desire to do all of. How come stuff. we don't talk about it anymore? Well, we're talking about it right now, right? So I still have the desire. What we've been doing though is weekend trips to um, other cities and provinces. Weekend drives, I like those two hour, three hour, four hours drive. Awesome. At least we can we can keep doing that for the meantime until. We put our plan together to go for like a real mission trip but traveling really um makes me come alive and it's just really exciting so talking about driving something else that has been a recurring issue in this marriage is our driving experience so because hopefully we went to a very good driving school and for me i just learned driving you just way, learned on the roadside, on the roadside. so each time we drive like because you know the rules you're always very persistent and i'm a law abiding citizen like you have to do this this is the speed limit you have to be at this point if you see a stop sign you have to stop <laughs> like oh my god like must we do everything to the letter like i don't have a problem doing everything but the way you talk about it as if you have to do everything 100 percent. yeah I know. but that's not how driving the, works there's room for improvement in the way that i reinforce my advice but i think that it's just for our safety and safety of yeah but it feels it feels like you have a driving instructor sitting beside you every time i drive like that's the feeling that i get i've been working on it i've been working on it so and and you keep reminding me about me not going to a driving school wait now yeah these things we have to work on it so the (laughs) thing is that you're actually a better driver with regards to experience but the thing is that you have experience with a lot of bad habits also you know and just I, because of how much I love you and I just want you to do the right thing, it's not like <laughs> I want to be a driving instructor, but I just really hear what you're saying that there there are better ways to say what I say, and we're gonna be working on that. Yeah, so this is it. That's kind of all we have to rant about today. And um, marriage has been very interesting. We just keep learning every day. There are some of these expectations that actually keep evolving and it's good that we're carrying each other along and seeing how we can find homegrown solutions to the kind of challenges we're facing day after day thank you so much for spending time with us today and for listening we hope to see you next time bye bye yeah